Police Operation, Section 9. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Police Operation by H. Beam Piper, Section 9. Inside the Paratime Transposition Dome, Verkan Vall turned from the body of the Nighthound, which he had just dragged in, and considered the inert form of another animal, a stump-tailed, tuft-eared, tawny Canada lynx. That particular animal had already made two Paratime Transpositions. Captured in the vast wilderness of fifth-level North America, it had been taken to the first level and placed in the Durgabar Zoological Gardens, and then, requisitioned on the authority of Tortha Calf, it had been brought to the fourth level by Verkan Vall. It was almost at the end of all its travels. Verkenval prodded the supine animal with the toe of his boot. It twitched slightly. Its feet were cross-bound with straps, but when he saw that the narcotic was wearing off, Verkenval snatched a syringe, parted the fur at the base of its neck, and gave it an injection. After a moment, he picked it up in his arms and carried it out to the jeep. "'All right, pussycat,' he said, placing it under the rear seat. "'This is the one-way ride. The way you're doped up, it won't hurt a bit.' He went back and rummaged in the debris of the long-deserted barn. He picked up a hoe and discarded it as too light. An old plowshare was too unhandy. He considered a great bar from a heating furnace, and then he found the pole-axe lying among a pile of worm-eaten boards. Its handle had been shortened at some time to about twelve inches, converting it into a heavy hatchet. He weighed it and tried it on a block of wood, and then, making sure that the secret door was closed, he went out again and drove off. An hour later he returned. Opening the secret door, he carried the ruined shoulder holster and the straps that had bound the bobcat's feet, and the axe, now splotched with blood and tawny cat hairs, into the dome. Then he closed the secret room, and took a long drink from the bottle on his hip. The job was done. He would take a hot bath and sleep in the farmhouse till noon, and then he would return to the first level. Maybe Tortha Karf would want him to come back here for a while. The situation on this timeline was far from satisfactory, even if the crisis created by Gavrin Sarn's renegade pet had been averted. The presence of a chief's assistant might be desirable. At least he had the right to expect a short vacation. He thought of the little redhead at the Hagravan Synthetic Works. What was her name? Something Kara. Morvin Kara? That was it. She'd be coming off shift about the time he'd make first level, tomorrow afternoon. The claw wounds were still smarting vexatiously, a hot bath and a night's sleep. He took another drink, lit his pipe, picked up his rifle, and started across the yard to the house. End of section 9